Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first ever UDYC's Black Table Talk. I have several distinguished guests with me today. And if everyone can go around and just uh, state who you are and, 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 and how are you feeling right now. We'll start with... Okay, I guess I'll start. To my left. <laughs> Um, my name is Brianna. Everybody call me Bree. Hey. Um, hey. I, hey. <laughs> how y'all doing? Um, I think as far as how I'm feeling right now, I, I just feel like I'm in a twilight zone, honestly, just because I'm halfway quarantined and like halfway working. So I literally have two jobs in the midst of quarantine and in the midst of like COVID. So I'm a mixture of like making money and not making money and I just feel weird because my whole financial situation has just kind of changed drastically um and I guess in a sense that uh, yeah I just feel like I'm in the twilight zone I guess to put it in like one something something super short without getting into the questions immediately so yeah yeah no I feel you on that thank you mm-hmm. Hey. Hello, I'm Jalen. Nice to meet y'all. Um, as far as I'm concerned on how I'm feeling, um, I'm just like, I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I be in my own little world, so I don't be knowing what be happening all right then and there. But as far as like my life goes, like right now, like it, I'm in a little bit of a pickle just because like, like Brianna said, I'm going to piggyback off her. Like I'm halfway working and I'm half quarantined because there's not a lot that I can do right now. And the only thing I feel like I can do is get a part-time job. And even then, it's dangerous just doing that just because coronavirus is real. But, you know, coronavirus is getting real. Okay, Cardi. (laughs) (laughs) Thank y'all. Thank you. Uh, I'm Maya. People call me Maya. (laughs) Hey, Maya. Hey. I don't know. I'm just like. I think Bree really ca- captured it really well. Cause like, you still just kind of going through the motions of just like, I still gotta make rent. You know, they still out here charging you. They're just now not adding interest. So it's like, it's the same situation. You know what I mean? Only now your rent's higher technically, you know? Right. With no job. Um, I mean, I'm still working and it's, I think I, I'm lucky enough to be in a situation where I am, but still. Well, we still get some money. I mean, I, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's still like, it, the world is how it is, you yeah. know, and the news is going and Cheeto heads up in office doing all these crazy shit. And he's got a target in all these like cities. Like I'm telling you, it's like the beginnings of Nazi Germany or something. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's I a weird not. it's a weird situation <laughs> to be in to be a part of repeating history. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's how I'm feeling. I'm just trying to get through it, I'll take it, it one step at a time. That's right. <laughs> hey, my name is Queen B with the letter B, like Beyonce. Um, <laughs> uh, so I don't know really. I'm just like pretty much living my life still. Like I'm dancing, smiling, trying to make others smile, trying to forget about the coronavirus. But you know, uh, fucking. I mean, freaking excuse my language. This is this is our this is our black table talk. Okay. Um, but like, <laughs> okay. Like I really don't follow the six feet like you know rule because I'm just like if you want to like 
you know, talk to your friends and, you know, you guys are really close and you guys like hugging each other, like, why don't you do that? And like, if someone caught the corona, wouldn't they tell you? But, you, you know, yeah, you would hope. You would never know. People are scandalous. But like, yeah, but um, also. How are you feeling though? Like right now. Right now? Yeah, like right now. I feel, I don't know. I'm just smiling, manifest, manifesting the negativity into positivity. There you go. Okay. You know, wake it, just, you know, just trying living. to go, yeah, yeah, living, going to sleep, hoping to wake up one day, I mean, the next day, <laughs> hoping to wake up the next day and just start a new day and make that day positive and keep on going. And so forth and trying to share my love and my positivity to others as well that's right. that's right so we have two other guests in the room did y'all want to introduce yourselves wanted to say hi oh. yeah, I'll say what's up uh, my name's Nick uh, I'm white <laughs> I came to the black table talk uh, you know I want to hear what what what's been going on uh, with the youth um, that I'd be working with and um, just yeah building a relationship with and um, I'm I'm happy to be here um, but yeah it's a crazy time to be alive uh, with the Black Lives Matter movement going on and um, the coronavirus also going on um, definitely trying to for myself um, it's really cool to be in a space with a lot like working in a space with a lot of POC. Um, because I've just been like learning a ton from my peers um, and just really trying to like soak that all in and, and speak less and kind of like uh, listen a lot more. So that's what I've been focused on in this time and just like staying healthy and, and um, yeah, it's just a weird time to be alive. But I love the movement that's going on. That's what's up. That's right. That's right. So I just want to say thank you all for joining, uh, joining in in our UDYC's first Black Table Talk, and we'll need a theme song, so mm. you know, we'll have to like think yes, of what we that. could discuss that after. It could be Kendrick. <laughs> yeah. you know, I was thinking Kendrick. You know, Ooh. all right. You know, yeah. everything's gonna be all right. You know. I like that. Little child is gonna be no. This America, you know. No. Yes. Oh, I like that. Why we can't? No, 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 we got the child is gonna be no. Get red phones. Get right. Come on. We can do Beyonce. Oh, we could. Yeah, Black Parade. Oh, wow. We're going to have to, like, exit with that song. It's a part of it. You know? And maybe, Queen, you can give us a little dance routine, you know, because I know you've been practicing. Later on, though, later on. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like. Right now? Right now? Right now. Right now. I mean, like, this is like a podcast, so I don't know if the how the viewers are gonna see me dance, but yeah, sure. No, we no, need a the, music video to promote it. it We're that, promoting the, the, the so we can make money. For us. Or <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to the video before. You know how morning. wrong you look. Like you were not happy that the dance was about to be for us. <laughs> like, geez, what happened to the Black Lives Matter movement? Um, wait, but let's not forget about Black Trans Lives Matter. That's like, right. About that. That's yeah. right. Okay, but That's Black right. Lives Matter is everybody. Everybody black. Yeah, yes. but like, I don't think a lot of people. 
see it like that, though. But that's how I see it personally. And we, and we will understand yeah. and learn why I see it like that, you know, on today's little podcast. Or whatever. The, only reason why, the only reason why I brought up Black Trans Lives Matter is it's because it's hard. It's hard, yes. But also, like, Black Lives Matter, when, like, the campaign, nobody thinks about you know the LGBTQ community. Yeah, exactly. yeah Tony McDade. They had to like literally let the light, the movement know, like, hey, this person was killed around the same time these people were getting killed. Why aren't y'all mentioning him along mm-hmm. with like Breonna Taylor mm-hmm. and fucking George Floyd? Because most of the time people just think of the men getting killed. Yeah, they completely. They never ignore. think about the women. Mm-hmm. Yep. The women, and the, the trans women, the trans men, and like trans all of them. Yeah, because there's still a lot of homophobia mm-hmm. within the black community, oh, yeah. and they don't <laughs> view trans women yeah. and you know trans men but as people or as like you know the gen- the yes or yeah. part of the movement or mm-hmm. as like you know the gender that they feel as though that they are you know what i mean like because it's not like it's a choice like i feel like if you woke up one day and you was like what 10 love you though you say i feel like a girl you know what i'm saying you feel like a girl mm-hmm. like that's that's real you right. know ain't yeah. nobody gonna say that just because you know for their health mm-hmm. so I definitely feel like that, you know, the LGBTQ community is not well represented within the Black Lives Matter movement, and it definitely needs a lot more coverage because there's too many things out here happening to trans folks, gay folks, you know, bisexuals, everything. Black women in general and gay people in general be pushing this shit. Yes. So So here's my question then. I'm going to rephrase the question from earlier. Then how, as, as black, as BIPOC, individuals in this in this space right now how have y'all individually navigated this everything that's happening the uprising the is it considered an uprising now i would consider it an uprising just because this is this is years decades worth of brutality Mm -hmm. just straight up fuckery that's been happening to us as a as a race in general and we've already we've been demanded equality we've been for everything LGBT, lgbtq for women all of us like they're, they're like this is a revolution like this is this this was going to happen either way it goes it was either going to happen sooner or it was going to happen tomorrow you know what i mean and as far as my experience goes as a young gay black man my, i'm not gonna lie to you guys i haven't had terrible run-ins with police officers everything's always been like really smooth as far as like racism goes i've dealt with racism but it's not for the kind of racism that you would think you know it usually depends on like who i'm with like for an example when i went to that's when i first moved here and i went to the safeway down on u district down on roosevelt um i was with edward we had just got our haircuts and um so you know we obviously look different from how we did two days ago and we get in there and a fellow african-american guard watches us from the moment we walk in to the minute we pay for our stuff and he's just like taunting me he's like oh i've been watching you guys since we entered and i saw my response was okay then you can watch this and it was when i did the uh the uh internship program when i worked at the y so we had the hundred dollar safeway gift card every friday so you could watch me pay for my things and get out of there you know and i told the manager who was a middle eastern man and i you know i was like hey man i was like i don't feel comfortable with another another older african-american pretty much doing what pretty much excuse my french when i say this what white people do on a daily basis Mm -hmm. to people of color and not not just talking about black people but just like you know everybody who is brown in general you know and so you know they handled it he worked there for like maybe like another week and you know then he was gone but all pretty much the point of why i said that is because 
how I've dealt with racism, how I look at it is racism comes in all shapes, all sizes, all mm -hmm. colors, and all faces. Mm -hmm. And how I deal with it is, you know, you just kill them with kindness because at the end of the day, they're mad that they're that you're doing better. You know what I mean? And the only thing that I can do to even make our image as a young gay African American male is to, you know, uphold the standards that I was taught, that I was raised with, that we don't get looked down upon, that you won't underestimate me again, that you won't look at me like I'm some sort of thief. I'm a paying customer just like Janice over there. I'm a paying customer just like fucking Karen. Like, you know what I mean? And so like I just that's literally how I deal with it. But other than that, I have not had even when all even before all of this started, I've never had bad run ins with police. I'm not saying that police don't do any bad, but for me, it's always been a nice, very smooth process. They always listen to me. And maybe it's just because I'm a young educated man who knows his fucking words. And so they tread very carefully. At least that's how I think about it. But other than that, that's how I feel about the current situation and what's going on as a young person of color who is struggling with housing, struggling with everything and trying to like, you know, make ends meet by the night. Yeah. Mm. Me, yeah. me personally, as I would say a young black woman going through this, I feel like it's one, it's still one huge code switch to me just because if as far I guess to give some insight on what code switching is, is when you're black and when you're within black any or, or brown. black or brown. Yes. And when you're within um, a professional or any type of work setting or anything like that, or just around white people in general, sometimes you feel as though as a black person that you need to change, like, you know, your mannerisms or you ways about yourself. Yes. Yeah, so or you need to conform to, you know, white society and things like that. I just feel like it's one huge code switch because it's like, the more I go to these protests and I'm, you know, fighting for my rights and I'm yelling out, you know, we can't breathe, things like that. The more I look around me, I'm just like, it's hella white people here. And then the black people I do see, I'm like, are y'all really with us? Are y'all here because y'all have like white counterparts that kind of are like, oh, well, I want to figure out a way to break into the movement. I feel like everybody is a part of the movement and they want to discuss how it's a great thing, how it's beautiful, but... I, I'm seeing like white people that are in it and I'm really trying to contemplate are they really for it though like are they are you doing it just because you have a racist grandma that you want pissed off or right. are you fucking a black man currently right you know what I'm saying are right. you, no, you know that's what I mean? real. Like, like that's some that is shit. real like, you just know because I mean? you are messing with somebody yes. that is black does not give you the entitlement exactly. that we have been through exactly that's why, <laughs> like, that's why I'm just like even then when I'm in those type of spaces it still feels like a code switch like I'm still conforming to you know how white people want to protest or how you know uh white people want to conform to like this movement or whatever that they randomly what annoys me about the situation is that they randomly act like this is something new like oh my god now that it's on camera now that this one big situation george floyd happened and it's on camera now oh now this is the time to rally when right. there are a hundred and ten millions of other things that have been on camera that white people still haven't been like oh damn Wait, let me go to my Black Lives Matter sign right now. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, where were you at with Trayvon one, Martin? Where were you at with everybody else? Why is this one situation, the situation that, make, that makes all white people want to stand with us mm -hmm. when we've been doing this forever? I just feel like it shouldn't have taken these white, um, you know, I guess sponsors, companies, things like that to bring other black people together for this one situation. Because my thing is once this one situation dies down, once, you know, of course, because George Floyd's uh, 
all the police officers and everything that was involved, they not gonna get charged. So once all that shit really hit the fan, a trial may or may not happen. A couple of them are, are they, already walking free. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then it's, like, <laughs> and it's like, where are those white people still gonna be around? You know yeah, what I mean? And then black people gonna be around. Right, and all the black people gonna still be around. Most of the white people, they're, they're the ones that are like, fucking bashing windows and breaking shit. Right. And then <laughs> we get, but uh, we get blamed for breaking that shit mm-hmm. when we weren't even there. Nice. Or we were there, but, but we, we didn't, didn't initiate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we were we on some peaceful started. shit. Mm-hmm. Like, um, in Capitol Hill, I was in Capitol Hill, and I saw this white person literally grabbed a fucking big-ass rock and <laughs> threw it at the Walgreens window and bashed it. And then um, after that, police started coming, and then everybody started running. And I was just like, okay, so, like, thank you, but no... No, yeah. no thing. Yeah, what was the point of doing that? What was the yeah, point? Because like, literally, more innocent people get arrested. Why are people mm-hmm. being violent and vandalizing like stores through this protest? Because when Martin Luther King did a protest, was he violent? Did he vandalize shit when he marched? I think we should also. I want to be known that there are multiple ways to protest. I ain't no good or bad way. I think it all just comes down to intentions. You know? Yeah. If this pro- if so you go to a protest and I was just like, it's a silent protest where people don't fuck anything up and then you fuck something up, then you don't need to be there. You're right. not, your intentions aren't right. But if this is like, because I feel like everyone wants to quote Martin Luther King, everybody wants to to smooth shit over right. and act like he was just like, oh, let's just hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Yep. And there were multiple other people backing him up that even swayed his opinion, mm-hmm. like Malcolm X. He yep. was like, look, we can be violent and we can be peaceful, but what mm-hmm. you're not going to do is assume that whatever we're doing is like, we ain't got no reason to be doing exactly. it. Exactly. You know, this we, is the time of Malcolm X. Yeah, like Period. you, they've been building shit on our backs for centuries. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If we decide to tear, if we decided to break your shit, Still, shield shit that you you built off of us. You we have be, every right to do we so. We have every, every right. right to do so. Every, every right, right to do so because um, I'm sorry, were you stolen from your homeland? Because um, I'm pretty yeah. sure y'all exactly. stole the, the land from the natives exactly. before y'all even Ooh. got here. So what's really good? Like, real and then when they say, I don't know what my real religion is. Don't know I don't know. Language. Exactly. I don't know my real language yeah. is. Don't know I don't know. Like, exactly. Really? I don't know where my I don't know where my real ancestors came from. I don't know how to speak my own language. And then and then the pitiful thing about it. The pitiful thing about it. No, because the pitiful thing about it is, is that these museums, these museums that they build and all these different buildings with all these so-called artifacts that came from us, all that shit is still stolen. Y'all, y'all had to voyage somewhere in Africa and take their artifacts. It's not like you asked for it. It's not like you bought it. It's not like you said, oh, hey, let me take this and put it in this, in this, in this museum. No, it's still stolen. And then on top of that, what drives me insane, too, about these museums where they claim they're going to teach, teach people about our so-called history when it's so much freaking history we don't know. And the history they literally have, the, the Why does the museum exhibit be like, be like fucking hella small. It'd be like a little corner of the museum and that's like about black history and has everything to do with black art, black culture, and they just throw it in this one little box. Because you know what? Because you know what? you know what? The thing is, they throw it in that one little box because that's how that's how day to day society is. They throw every single black person in that same little box. They're like, oh, she ratchet, she ghetto, or they or, or they loud, or they this. Mm-hmm. It's like, every single type of stereotype. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Tell me why. Yes. Tell me why. Because they because they love to 
diminish us and they want to keep us in that little tiny ass box and that's why all the museums is filled with us in little tiny corners it's never going to expand until we force it to be expanded until we until black people uprise and just show show them how dope we are like at the end of the day but you know what can i, I ask, don't understand can I ask you a question real quick if, okay. if you don't mind real quick on that Bree. so are you saying that Right now, you feel like only white people are showing up to the movement and not black and brown people. I'm not saying that it's not black and brown people showing up to the movement, but I'm not seeing enough of I'm not seeing gotcha. enough of us really promote this hard. Yeah. Like I'm not seeing enough of us be like, no, I don't want my news feed to go back to normal. I want this to strictly stay Black Lives Matter. I want this to strictly stay. Oh, I'm talking about nothing but black history. Basically, I need everybody to be on their whole tech shit because, like, bro, you need to be throwing out these facts. You need to be throwing out all this knowledge to all these young black people, you know what I'm saying, that's still out here in the hood, in the slums, that's, you know, they, they're not... They don't have the same opportunities as, like, you know, me or you. You know what I mean? Yeah. They may not be able to get out. So why don't we give them all the knowledge in the world that they can possibly use to rise above their circumstance? Because all white people, at the end of the day, when I'm walking outside down the street, they don't know that I got two jobs. They don't know that I have an apartment. They don't know I have all those mm-hmm. things, and I'm busting my ass every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They think, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, her chances of going to school, hella slim. She probably pregnant. She probably got three kids at home. Right. Probably on welfare. You know what I'm saying? They don't know all that about me. So I'd rather be in situations and in circles where I'm where I'm educating black people on rising up and being better fucking black people every day. Yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. For. Yes. Hey, I feel side, like sidebar, do we should we explain what a hotel is? Yes, we should. What? Yes, we should. Go ahead. Okay. So I mean just as in case people don't know, it was also kind of highlighted on uh, Dear White People, the mm-hmm. TV show. Mm-hmm. But generally a hotel is considered uh, someone who is heavily for black people, black art, black like excellence, all that type of stuff, but tends to exclude women and trans mm-hmm. in the LGBTQ community out of that picture. When I say on hotel ship, I mean minus all that other stuff, all the negatives about hoteps. Just so I'm glad that we shared some light on that because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't explain it. But yes, I mean minus all that because of course I'm bringing in all my black trans women, all my black women, and everything in all types of empowerment. Because yes, you do have your brothers out there that still. We, that's a whole nother topic, but we still have black brothers. Out here that don't respect black women and it's unfortunate that so we're gonna a, touch on that, that, is a, that we will definitely touch on that, that was, that's, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a sticky situation mm-hmm. can i say something though i feel like okay so like tell me why um like the black history like the tourists the museum tourists when they go to the you know africa yeah black museums and most of them are white people telling us about our, our history, history. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and then and then for african like uh, african dance class is it's white people and i'm like teaching us how to do african yeah african to do our I'm, african I'm confused i'm like okay why is this white person teaching <laughs> yeah like where the fuck is the teacher at like right. where, yeah. where, where, exactly. where who lisa yeah, get out of here <laughs> Just because you studied abroad in Africa for like a year does not mean that you're black or that your culture. You know, like, you know, like, I'm just like asking, like, should I bring oh my, my mom into this African dance class even though she don't, she don't know how to dance or, you know, she she don't know, she don't know her African rhythm. culture right. that much. Yeah. But like, she 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 got her Asian like. Cambodian. So my mom is half black and half Cambodian, and my dad is fully Cambodian. So I'm mostly Cambodian and black. So to me, I feel like I'm still black. Like, 
people told me that um, Cambodians are like the black Asians. That's a Am whole I, other thing, though. That's, that's a whole, a whole other thing. But, like, thing. no, what I'm saying is that, um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> no, I feel you on that. I can. I, I haven't heard that, but I, I feel you on that. Let's divert yeah. back. Jaden was about to say something. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 another that's a whole other conversation that we need to tackle later. That's a whole other that, 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 that went so left. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Jaden was about to say something. No, that's perfectly fine. You have to get it out. But all I was getting ready to say was is that I find that so funny that, like, you know, it do be the white people that are trying to teach you know, us black people about our things because I had, uh, um, I took a uh, economics class specifically for Africa, for uh, Jamaica, like pr pretty much all black countries that don't really have control over their own finances. Just because that's why I'm studying business, marketing, and entertainment because I want to be able to like uplift those communities that literally don't get a say in what the fuck they can do with their money and why they can't do anything with their money. Mm -hmm. And my teacher was a white woman. Her name was Dr. Karen Soul. Tell me, at least she was from Jamaica. Uh, no, she claimed she was from Africa. And get this, she said, oh yeah, I lived there for six months and it was no! amazing. Right, right, right. I said, very first day, very first day, this is why I got sent out to class. <laughs> and you guys think like I have like a like open opinion now, like, 16-year-old high school Jalen was somebody completely different. Like, I didn't care who you were, what you were, what authority you were. You were not going to tell me anything, especially if I know, like, this is this is asinine, this is incorrect. Like, you need to go somewhere. I told her, I said, so you mean to tell me that you are about to be the woman responsible, teaching us for the next two years about black economics, and you've only been there for six months? Girl, you didn't even go to Jamaica. You didn't even go to the other nice. places that was mentioned in the brochure. Damn, this is a $50 fee to get in this bitch. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And she said, she said. You never had a beef patty in your life, bitch. Right, exactly. You probably don't even know what a lion looks like. Like, you you were only there for so, so, for so, for so quick. Like, what? Like, no. Like, I refuse. And she told me, she said, Mr. Spice, I need you to step outside. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm just going to get my money back because this is a waste of my time. Yes. This is a waste of my time. I was so excited to get ready to learn, like, how I could possibly change the world for the better. Mm -hmm. Just to find out that white people done already stuck their nasty ass foot in there <laughs> and squashed it. Like, you know, that's what irks me about, like, today's society is just that, like, there's just, they, like, they have so many, like, decent programs, you know what I mean? But they're ran by, like, so many corrupt people. The only, the only like, company that I trust that, like, for example, I'm using my housing as an example. Rapid Rehousing by the YMCA. First of all, these people were supposed to stop paying my rent for a score and two months ago. Okay? They still pay my shit every day. And um, they Good work job. with me. Shout they help out. me get jobs. Shout out to those folks. Right, exactly. Shout out to Christopher Magat. Shout out to Cordelia Johnson. Like, <laughs> hello. But anyways, like, they've helped me with basically everything that I've ever needed before. And the fact that they're sponsored by the YMCA, which is a very family-oriented place and that does not discriminate, at least all the YMCAs that I went to, all the ones in Tacoma, that was, it was heavily black. Like, late night, they knew who we were. They knew my little group. We had late night. We had late night, sis. Like, we was the only people up in the pool, and we wasn't even supposed to be in the goddamn pool. It was winter. It was winter, and Steve, because he was black, you know, and it wasn't even just because, like, he was black. It was just because, like, we made sure that, like, 
every single person that is of color and diverse like you know if you want somewhere where you can be yourself and it's not school come to late night they will make you feel at home they will help you out with whatever you need and the fact that my housing goes through those very same people that helped me throughout those times of need when i was a child just makes it even more amazing and it's so underslept because a lot of people do not know about this Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't have the opportunity to even hear about this ever since i've been here i've been bringing all my friends that have been struggling you need to come out here and come get this golden goose while she Mm -hmm. is still laying this egg while she is still laying these eggs honey because once she gone she gone gone. and like you know and like it's irritating because they don't believe me they don't you know what i mean it's because of all the conformity that they've had to deal with from listening like oh you have to do it this way you have to be a single mother with three jobs to support your one child you know what i mean like society because society trying to keep black people regulated and underfoot exactly let me tell you something something. housing Housing authority while black in dc they will stick your ass no matter like if you 18 straight out the straight out the gate they will stick your ass on section a voucher with a a little apartment you know what i'm saying but then that's it Mm. that's all you get you don't get a case manager you don't get you don't get help with oh finding a job and everything paying else. For your like, card, paying like, for your orca card. Uh, you don't get that. You don't get that. You get a house on section A. You get a couple section A vouchers that might feed you for a couple of months, and then boom, that's it. You don't really get a whole lot like here. Like I've been trying to get so many people that are struggling working two damn jobs in DC, and they just got up to where we at in Seattle, fifteen, sixteen dollars an hour. You know what I'm saying? Because it's expensive as hell to live down there now, and it's just like in in. We not man justification that's a whole other thing. But still, it's expensive as hell to live down there now. And then the fact that you have the fact that you 18 years old, you have to work two jobs anyway. You have no support from family members because mm-hmm. nine times I said like your DC, family struggling DC, too. Yeah, your family <laughs> struggling too. And then DC is is 110 black still. But besides you know gentrification and everything, and you just don't have that type of assistance. Yep. So it's just like I trying to get so many people to come down here even if they got to bunk with me for a little bit you know what i mean like right, to okay. get that help and get that assistance yeah you in what's bubble fucking fucking damn in seattle washington and stuff right. and, and you know nobody right. but still you get a fresh clean start yes, and you get help yes you get a fresh clean start you get away you get away from the hood because that's all that's this that's the support that they're giving black people in other places mm-hmm. they're gonna put you in the environment that you've been trying to work hard to, to get, get away from us. just so you can get pregnant just yeah. so you can get STDs, mm. so you can get hooked on drugs. Yep. That's what it is. So that's, that's the why, system. yeah, that's the system. That's the system. So I'm just like, bro. Even though, even in Seattle, you know, yes, these housing authority places sometimes they do be trying to lowball you. Not to bring out no, uh, no, um, you know, organizations out their name, but Lavatea, Lavatea, Lavatea. Where you stay at, Lavatea? Uh huh. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you because they will. They will play with you. They will play with you if you let them though. They. Their minds and their hearts is in the right place, but if but if you don't know and you are fresh off the boat, out the hood, ain't never yep. had your own shit, yep. they will play with you because they tried to do it with me. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you, they they tried to put me in in this fucking renovated ass hotel room, no stove, only was working with a goddamn microwave, and they tried to tell me that they was gonna buy me one of them little hot plates <laughs> to put a goddamn pot on. Okay, they had me fucked up, period, okay, I literally had to say, no, fuck you, I will take, I will take all the assistance, but I found my own apartment, okay, okay, but you took it, I took, I took the assistance, but I found my own apartment, you see what I'm saying, now, if you are black, if you are black and young, and
please be your own boss and be independent <laughs> and find your shit on your own. Go see, go look at your own apartments on your own. Make sure you get all your damn housing appliances and everything else on your own because they will give you some bullshit. But, but I will commend them on the few people that I do know that was alongside me and, you know, around my age and everything, and we was really doing the damn thing, bossing up and shit, they did help us out and they did give us nicer things. But what is frustrating to me in that situation is when you have African-Americans, black people, other POC that have mental illness and they're homeless, facing homelessness, and they don't have anywhere to go, they will lowball them because they know that they they're not mentally, know. yeah, they're not going to know they're yeah. not mentally capable, mm-hmm. which is still wrong. Which they should still have down. the same, yes, they should still have the same opportunities that I had, you know what I'm saying, to advocate for myself, to be like, hey, this the place I want y'all to pay for, pay, run this rent right now, okay, <laughs> and this is what I need. You know what I'm saying? They should have the same opportunity that I had. Yeah. Because yes. you know what I'm saying. I Come mean, that's why the black yes. anthem is you gotta work twice as hard yes. to get the same shit. Yes, to get, to get the same shit. shit. You gotta, you gotta work. work half as you gotta hit work double as hard. And yeah. that's just that's what they want you and to that's do. That's just that's just statistical fact. But it also me, points to us because yeah. they put they set us up to fail every single fucking yes. time, and we always come back we always put yes. ourselves up we built we built our own uh, millionaire uh, fucking areas we built our own businesses we've been doing this shit for centuries and centuries. they know it yeah they know it and That's they why they so maya maya and then i want everyone to have an opportunity to answer this question uh this will be the last question uh, before we close out i'm loving this Oh, we already done. I thought we were just getting started. I thought we were just getting started. But okay. We're doing on Spotify, right? Because I need my sponsorship money. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 All right. All right. Okay. I need to make sure. I need to make sure. Damn. You a D-mom, right? Because they look, everybody getting a piece of the compensation, okay? And if you POC, you get an extra, like, $50 on top of your Yes. Okay. All right, back. Oh, that changed you. I want to make sure. I want to make sure we're going to Spotify and they treating us right. Okay, there we go. I just have one quick little TCC yeah, yeah, question. Ahead, it's, it's, no. it's, it's not TCC. It's, it's actually a really big ball. <laughs> but um, all I was going to say is, is that as we are very diverse in this very room, we are all people of different ages. At this current time, how do we feel about, for example, how do we feel about spreading the word about like getting assistance and everything like that to people of color in like different cities? Like, how do you feel about like spreading that word? Because honestly, as being from someone from Tacoma, and I'm gonna make this really quick because Tacoma is huge and there is a lot of, there's a lot of ups and there's a lot of downs with it. But all I'm saying is, is that it is really hard to make something that sounds as good as what I have up here you know, a reality down there because they still, to this day, my friends still don't believe me that I barely pay any money for my rent while I'm over here stacking my coins to get my goddamn car. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're lying. Like, girl, what? I will pull up Trinity portfolio right now and you will see since July 1st, 2019, I have been on time with my Randy. I mean, let me rephrase that. Rapid rehousing, Christopher McGat has been on time with my rent. But as far as Nicole Patterson is concerned, Jalen Spice paid that shit. But anyways, but anyways, I just wanted to know your guys' personal opinions and ideas on how we could spread the word and get more people 
active in conversations like this just because Ooh, I feel like if we get some people who are like who have been through it and bounce back honey them people ain't ready for them kind of stories right. and they yeah. need to hear it though right. at the end of the day just because what I love about Seattle is that it taught me a lot of about diversity and when I say mm-hmm. diversity I'm not talking about just people I'm talking about situations I'm talking yeah. about lifestyles how yeah. people live how they breathe how they dress how they mm-hmm. carry themselves you know I was thinking that I was just going to find like messy bitch central yeah. like yeah. Tacoma but I was not like everybody's classy everybody is about their money you know what I mean Boy, and people are educated too when it comes to black live movement mm-hmm. so therefore like how can we try to be try to yeah. right keywords try to <laughs> be but how do we how do we how do we excel that how do we um, like you know expand that that's what I'm thinking I don't have any ideas myself I, I, I like this platform yeah that's what I'm saying like we can we oh, go ahead, queen, my bad. I was gonna say I personally um, I was gonna say the same thing like when I, I was I came from Bellevue okay right. Bellevue is all white all conservative all everybody's in the closet but they really want you to suck their dick you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, and like fucking when I came here in Seattle and I was homeless, um, I started getting to know myself a little bit and um, it was coming to Roots and then coming to UDYC and before I was like, you know, gender mutual, you know, I was like, I don't, I don't know, like I'm a human being, call me a boy, call me a girl, I don't care. But like then I started feeling being in part of UDYC just made me realize that you know who you are who I am it yeah. made you blossom and, <laughs> yeah and I'm a that. trans black and Cambodian That's female right. and I've right. never been proud before on saying that and like yeah. fucking people always want to beat me down try to take my spirit down and fucking beat my ass or even kill me try to kill me but I'm like, look, I really don't care what you do to me. I am still going to be me because, you know, like, why would I want to be somebody else? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like exactly. that's a waste of energy. Yeah, like, exactly. my, my, that's what I be thinking, too, is why I really just it's like, I'm going to be who I am and I'm going to stop hiding. Because right. I'm just like, they going to hurt me regardless. But at least I, if I'm going to be honest to myself, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the helping. Them. Right. Exactly. My little motto is since I was 16 and came out is that I am here and I'm queer and I ain't going nowhere. So, period. I'm just like, if you kill me and I die, at least I'll die in this earth. In this planet Earth, by being myself, exactly. exactly. Okay, fighting for myself, fighting for my life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. I have two quick points, two very quick points. Um, as far as to answer your question, Jalen, um, I feel like definitely this podcast is a huge step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. and we definitely need to be linking up with Spotify because you know <laughs> instead of having everybody, brother, cousin, baby, mother mixtape up there, we need to have. <laughs> This up there talking about real black people, real situations, Mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, impact us, that thing, real, real life situations that we've gone through. But then also the other thing I wanted to ask was how do y'all feel about the whole Karen situation? Because but I'm getting I'm getting such a different reaction from Africans 
when I bring up the situation of like Karens and how to be cautious, you know, in your day to day life as a black person dealing with like Karens, Johns, Kevins, you know, mm. the, the, ran, the random racist, <laughs> the random racist white person that want to start some bullshit with you um, for, being, for being black, for right. being black anywhere. Right. Because, um, you know, it was so funny because I bought because I brought it up. Um, with a friend because we were all at a park and basically I was with my dog. My dog, my dog, a little crazy. Okay, y'all. She, 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 crazy. she a little <laughs> special. You know what? She a little touched. She a little she, touched. She, okay. she don't like me. She love you. Oh. She love you. She it's, okay. So it's dogs that she don't like. Okay, oh it's God. dogs. It's dogs that she don't like. Right. So she had gotten into a scuffle with this other dog and you know the white owners were very cool about it which was dope because the only thing i could think in my head was i'm like oh my god if this was a karen or if this was a john or a kevin you know what i'm saying i'd be going to jail right now they'd be trying to put they they try to put her down they would have been trying to put stinky down you know what i'm saying so i was meeting up with a friend after that situation and he's african he's from rwanda so he consistently kept saying about the situation because he didn't see the, the situation beforehand yeah he kept saying like Oh well, why are you living your life like you know in fear or like you know <laughs> you get or, the or, or, like or you know or like or like you're scared or whatever? Mm-hmm. I said I said because I live a very different existence than you lived while you were in Rwanda. You know what I'm saying? Right. You are, you had the luxury of growing up with nothing but black people, so you come to America and you're like the okay. Was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it was like and then it was like bro, and, that, and now like, <laughs> yes, white people know better than the Exactly, exactly. So I'm like, you come to America, you already have this idea of like, okay, I'm black and I'm superior. You know what I mean? But yet, me being a me being a full blown African American, born and raised Washington D.C., like nowhere, nowhere near Africa. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there. It's very different. I'm sitting here raised to be like, okay. Be respectful to white people. Don't be doing all this it's extra in front of white people. It's a level of brainwashing people. that they never had to yes, deal with. Yes, it's Let a me. level of brainwashing they've never had to deal with. And it's just crazy. It's crazy to me that we still have to deal with the whole narrative of like, okay, Africans have this mindset about white people. African Americans have this mindset about white people. But could you imagine if we all unified together and kind of bought all that expertise that, you're together? About, you're talking about Wakanda now. That's what I'm saying. Akon <laughs> working on that. Akon working on that. So we not even, look, Akon got us, okay? We not even, Akon got us. Why are you bringing this man up? First of all, when you talk about the African experience, I think you're also touching on what Kanye is trying to say. Oh, hell. Oh, hold on, no. Oh, hell. Hey. man, go to therapy. No, yes, yes, let him, yes. Let him get the mental mental health that he needs. Yes. Before we bring him into the conversation. Because he's still canceled, just like Doja Cat, okay? Stop. Don't even get me started about Doja Cat. She is a living Uncle Ruckus in the form of a female. In the form of a female. So you can't just go up and hit that bitch. <laughs> like, like, ooh, darling, because I be keeping up with her on Twitter and y'all. Why? What you mean, why? Because she, I don't want to be on that negativity because I want to be able to have the receipts when that bitch trying to sit up and lie. Oh and lie God. like the devil she yes. is. I am, I will not tolerate. Oh 
I will not tolerate de- deception. I'm not with it. Yes. Bitch, you will atone for what you said yes. on Twitter with all of your little 9.3K retweets yes. and 1.2K likes. Yes. <laughs> like, I will make sure you pay Doja Cat. Like, no. No. Well, I would that's another, that's another conversation that we can no, really go good. deep into. Who canceled why? Uh, yes. Yes. Who canceled why? That's Make that our next one. Remember yes. that mental. Ah, uh, we should. What's our theme song? What's our ending theme song before we leave? Well, like, well, hold on, I want to make sure we though. answered your question though. Like, oh, about how we gonna get it out? Yeah, yeah for real. We kind of just went over that. Yeah. yeah. What is the solution in the midst of this COVID, Corona, Corona, Coronavirus? What's what's the solution? Man, start it up. Start it out. I don't know. Shit, I'm just taking it day by day. I got my bags packed from when uh, Canada opens them borders up. (laughs) (laughs) Canada, you know. Canada's not open yet? No, No, Canada ain't open. They ain't playing about that. You know what, Canada? Canada too busy giving every fucking body because you know what Canada take care of their people. Okay, they too busy. They too busy giving everybody that two thousand dollars worth of unemployment fucking money. Okay, you know what I'm saying? And you can government. First of all, to all the ladies in the room. Okay, okay. Whether you whether you queer, gay, straight, it don't matter. Figure out figure out a way to have a baby because that's an extra another thousand. Maybe a little two thousand. Okay, when we when we all make that move to Canada, figure out how to have a baby. Okay. Us. I would have been okay if Canada took us and then freed us. It was like, you're free. Like, <laughs> what? So, like, this is what a real society is like and how it's supposed yeah. to treat you. No, Canada it was the first one. It was during, like, the Civil War or whatever. And black people were like, look, man, let me go up in your country. And Canada was like, you know what? We don't exactly like you, but you can come up. Ever since then, black people and white people in Canada have been just holding hands like, yeah. we just, we just they have some real life kumbaya shit. We gonna be with the program today. They're like, like we kinda don't fuck with you, but you are right though. <laughs> like, black Canadians up there just like, I'm glad my ancestors want these, these stupid ass people over here in America. Right. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh God, yes. Yes. Yeah. I would be I'm not one of them Americans, eh? Like, what you mean? Yeah. I, bet y'all, I bet you wish your answer to left in. Huh? Right, exactly. huh? I would have wished I was part of the clan that went up there. Shit, part of that yeah. bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> what's the solution? Not all the numbers. What? What's the solution? What's the solution to, to getting to get the word out for homeless people and for PLC and brown folks alike during this time? To get them housing, to get them all the resources that they may need. We could start our own YouTube podcast too. Yeah. While we do the podcast. We make our money. Spotify like, don't pay you. Shit, yes, they do. No, but okay, but YouTube you know, is. I already have a platform on YouTube. You want to play this back? Because what if we got our own like little reality show about yes. like how we like do they like don't get me started because I don't, don't think get me about this. Reality Gosh, TV show. No. I'm making hell no, no black, no black YouTube, all different types of table talks, bro. If y'all watch the Grapevine, they get oh my god, they're huge. They're, they're making money. They talk about they're all making the money. <laughs> the British one, the British one heals off. They making money. Okay, you see what I'm saying? So as long as we, hey look, we gonna have to get some, we gonna have to get some Canon cameras up in here at Nikon, and we gonna have to do it like. Well, we gonna do it then. Yeah, they so that's like y'all saying, but, you know, is the solution. They ain't friends with Trump, okay? Look, if I'm going over to Queen Elizabeth, I'm going to make sure I ain't got nothing to do with that orange-haired man, okay? Look, I cheered for NCA, okay? That's the National Cheerleaders Association that was sponsored in London. 
Therefore, I am an honorary citizen by cheer. Oh, 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 so therefore, you cannot judge me for Stop what it. my country did. I, I shall leave. Wait, I I haven't seen. Uh, so you know how everybody wears masks? Yeah. And I'm I've never seen the queen wear a mask, and I really want to. I think it's I don't think she comes out. She don't. She she's the queen. Y'all can't see it. Figure the fuck out. Figure it. Out. She, she got the parliament for that shit. Wait, 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 wait. But the real question. But the real question. But okay, because because people book. in London they got small feet. I wear size, I wear women's tan, bitch. I, I need to <laughs> I need to figure that out because them for real. Them European look. The European forty three. That's a ten, right? In women's, right? Okay. They don't go up to that size in London. Yeah, because how they, you gonna move there? They, how they you gonna move there? They don't work the hours like that. They be doing swell. That is not, <laughs> so first of all, all of that is not the solution. <laughs> I'd rather move to London. That is not the solution. All I was saying is, I have a somewhat solution. So, because I did talk about this with Chris, uh, like maybe like a week ago, because I was asking like, how would I spread the word about like getting this out and about? Just because like this was a beautiful program. Like I literally like when I came out to Seattle, I was so lost. I didn't know. Like I remember when I didn't know where any of this shit was. Like I just Mm -hmm. thought there's a building. There's a house, random yeah. house on the street, <laughs> parking real. lot. There's an avenue down there with yes. something named the Neptune. Yes. Like I did not know anything. Yes. And then I get here and I meet Shannon. Shannon looks so mean the day I met her. I know. She looked so what? fucking mean. Really? But she you was the best. Shannon, no, we love Shannon. Right. She was, Shannon gonna hit us shit. We love Shannon. Okay. She was Shannon the best really person busy. that ever like you know that got it all happened. You yes. know I wouldn't have met Jason. I wouldn't have met Maine. I wouldn't have met Maya if I did not meet Shannon. But Literally, like, I just wanted to figure out, like, how to get it out. And Chris said that there's a couple of ways that we can go about it. He said, for one, he was like, we could do, like, uh, uh, like make our own, like, little Facebook page. Because there's no Facebook page or anything like that yeah. for rapid rehousing. Like, they don't do that. Like, they can make a Facebook page about why the baby mm. need that. You know, like, yep. about some other shit when, you know, we have actual resources that mm-hmm. need to be spread out there to keep programs like this going and so funded more so more people can benefit, especially young people. Yes. A lot of young people don't even know what their own rental history is yes. because they don't know what the fuck their parents be doing with their social security. Exactly. And thank God I had a mother who actually used her own shit so I didn't have to like go through that. But you know, there are people out there who don't know that they're going through that and they won't find out until they try to get their own place. And they're like, oh, well, you owe a thousand dollars when you was like 10. Like what? But um, I was 10. Right. So we could either do a Facebook page and just like, cause I already have, I have like 8,000 friends on Facebook. So like, oh, he's real popular. No, I wouldn't say that. We were grasshoppers when we were young. So I was always at schools in different neighborhoods. And I stuff like that, because we would we would never stayed longer than a place for like two years, and then we was out off on the road again, going somewhere. So but, AKA he low key popping, but he modest. That yeah, a <laughs> 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 little bit, because I don't know everybody on there, but I know that they like that's all my timeline is is Black Lives Matter, Black mm-hmm. Lives Movement, like everything black, and yeah. I feel like that would be a good starter. You yeah, know, like especially that. since it's sponsored by the YMCA, too. The YMCA loves to eat this kind of shit up just because they're already, like, viewed as, like, you know, like, they can never do wrong. And they really can't. They're very family-oriented. I ain't never heard nothing bad at the YMCA. Can I just say? Do they? Like, they do good shit. Oh, I thought you said they do do shit. I was like, damn. No, 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 <laughs> first of all, me and yeah. you. Like, they, love, it was hella hard to say UDYC. And, like, I kept messing up. Like, I kept saying, I kept saying, like, YDUC. And, like, or, and, other kind of words but like also when i found out um that it was about people of color and that was the space for people of color 
And I think I, I talked to you about it because I didn't know. And I was just like, wow, that's so fucking nice. Like, literally, I thought it was just white people, but like, right, this was I forgot. Was I'm in Seattle. Everybody I forgot. Was black, native, like, was very yeah. Tasty. I mean, we still there. I was just about to say when I first got here, there was only one white girl. Her name was Laura. Everybody knew. Everybody knew who the white chick was. Yeah, yeah. she was the yeah. only one. There's yeah. only one we gotta worry about, and she got three better days. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, this might sound. This might not sound like. That's our cat, y'all. Three is our cat. Oh, really? What? Three, three white people? Yeah, working here. Okay, we well, we got, we got, we got, got him, we got Chris. Y'all got we got, we got, we got two good, right, they, they got here just in time. We got two good ones, we'll need one more. But no, it was so, it's so crazy because this might be like not good to say, but um, we already, hold your ass. We already, we already here as far as the staff anyway, because you see it when you first walk in. We segregate our damn selves because when you come in the main room, all the veterans, who, who worked here are black and we all kind of congregate together. And half the time when you walk in, if it's not, you know, Maya, because Maya take her role very seriously, or their, their role very seriously. You what, know what I'm saying? What you saying? No, no, you take your role very seriously. Man, you, you don't play that shit about yeah, white people saying right. the N-word. Right. That's what I'm saying. They've checked a couple of people. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They take their role very seriously, but half the time when you walk in went to, into our new, I guess, drop-in setting, because we in like a church now or whatever. Um, when you first walk in, yeah, temporarily. When you first walk in, you see a white person at the table, <laughs> and you know that that's that's your little comfort zone and everything. You know, you get to say, "Hey, what's up? How you doing?" Get all your little greetings out the way, and then when you come in, it's like, "Hey, what's up, y'all? Y'all doing? Oh shit! Like, what's good, y'all? What you doing? Like me? You look like me. I look like you. Oh shit! Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is, and it's like not to say that we. Well, yes, we separate ourselves, but not to say that that in like a bad way because we all family. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like if you and within UDYC, like if you PLC, Black, African American, whatever you you know are, um, we all family here. You know what I mean? And we we love we love our white brothers and sisters as well. But you know we just we love our melanated brothers and sisters a little extra. (laughs) (laughs) That's just how we are, you know. And that's why and that's why I said you know, Med takes their job. You know, very seriously, because like you know, sometimes you be working the door, and then you know, you don't take no shit from people, so that's right. But then, but then you know, but then you know, you should, they they might scare the white clients away, so we can't always keep uh, keep them at the table. Right. So, yeah, we can't always keep them at the table. Well, we, know that we need the, we need the one the white person up in there. Just right. 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 <laughs> one no creeping up in there. And just, you know, make it a little comfortable for them. You know, because because white people get a little uncomfortable when it's a lot of black people, right? You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, we gotta we gotta keep it how it is. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right, y'all. We, we, are, we have right to close back. out. We have to close out. We're going to listen to our, well, I'll figure out everything, but we're going to play, uh, exit out with um, uh, Beyonce's Black Parade. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I hope everyone has enjoyed this first. I love you, Beyonce. First oh UDYC's Black Table Talk. Yeah. Uh, and again, I appreciate each of y'all for coming out. We should do a part and, two. Uh, showing, we should. Uh, Showing some love. Yeah, we're. this is going to, each month, we're going to have one a month right here. I'm going to get a black table, too. A you need to figure out a way like to get a Pinkus. couple of us um, 
um, young adults on the payroll to do this because I I would love to get some compensation to do this. Um, you don't need no more handholds on the payroll. Well, we'll, we'll what you mean That's going to pay my rate. Excuse me. We'll work Excuse that out. Me. We'll work that out. We'll work that out. All right, y'all. We're going to close this out. Everybody have a, have a one last word. One word. One word. One word. Bye. Bye.